You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a double episode of Misfits. This is season two, episodes four and five. The first premiered on 12-2 of 20. Is that correct? Because that doesn't feel like it's correct. (laughs) Let me go to the next date because I'm like, no, that's not right. That's just probably what I think the 12 2 is right, just the year of 2010. There we go. Uh, written by Howard Overman, directed by Owen Harris, who worked on Black Mirror and Brave New World. If you have not watched that show, Brave New World, on I believe it's Apple, no, it's not Apple TV, it's 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 one that's really. I wish there it was on a different medium, but I get what they're doing. I still don't. It's not coming to me what what platform it's on. Uh, but you know they always try to push out these. So it's a it's a decent enough show to watch if it was uh, like on DVD for like ten dollars, or you wanted to rent it. <laughs> but I I did watch it and it wasn't too bad. It's got um oh what's her name from Pitch Kyle Banbury. She's in it, and it's got another British actor in it that I really, Harry Lloyd, I think that's the name. Anyway, it's a decent series. I think Hannah Joel McKinnon is in that too. I just knew it had a lot of black actresses in it. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't a bad. I don't know if it got renewed for a season two. I'd be interested to know that actually. I'll look into that a different time because I'm going down that rabbit hole instead of talking about these two episodes. The first in which I gave a 10 out of 10. This was a heartbreaking episode for us uh, Simon and Alicia shippers, which I am firmly in that camp. So we'll start with that one that I have a lot more to say about than the next episode. I did not write as many notes, so I probably am just going to rely on the feedback on most of my commentary. But I've seen these episodes like 20 million times too. So I was in my feels about episode four and was kind of just a touch less invested in episode five. We start with Simon 2.0 staring at the clocks with intent. Alicia, who is now living in his orange hoodie, asks if he is uh, done doing whatever he is doing because, well, she asks, what is he doing? He's like, nothing. And she's like, fine, can we go back to bed and go back to fucking? Because apparently it's the stuff. And we see her get disrobed of said hoodie and he lift her ass up before... This is the very definition of a dick down. We have a new ASBO club member by the name of Ollie. He wears sandals, has a rat's tail, and he actually beat it that shit. Here come the 
I am also of the firm opinion that very few people can pull off an earring as a male. I just, it's not my thing despite the the times I have seen it on, on attractive men. Alicia is the first to notice the peace sign buckled lad. Sean then belatedly comes in to introduce him to an awkward welcome before telling them to piss off and go pick up some litter they do a football huddle (laughs) in the community center with curtis saying we can't let the new guy know that we got powers and then if he does find out simon says we kill him nathan's like oh okay so you got jokes you're gonna come out of your shell that's fine but get one thing straight i'm the funny man around here Ali tells them he was arrested for vandalizing a coal fire power station as he's an environmental activist. What about you, Lot? Ali asks if you guys know anything about the powers. They're like, no, what you talking about? The only reason I'm saying it because I have a power, he explains. And then Nathan's like, yeah, us too. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. He has the power to teleport, which sounds awesome until he demonstrates his powers only teleports behind them leaving a shoe behind as well and kelly's like you could have walked there faster he's not making any inroads with his new friends in the wild department but he does pick up litter for alicia winning a smile while nathan wonders if kelly and he are still good after the finger incident and she's like dude i'd rather forget about it when a man comes running yelling he's fucking crazy see that's all my black ass would have needed Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. White DMX shows up in a red car blaring some music looking all types of sus in a jogging suit that no one would be rocking as where's conti so twat nathan points to simon as him this man thinks he's in a video game i got a glock in my rory once again i am impressed by how the show gives each character or nemesis or villain whatever the case every week how their powers just manifest and how they're able to use them in the storyline it's all it's just refreshing and it's not seen very often i haven't seen very few shows that are so creative with their powers it's kind of like we go back to the same uh i guess the otp squad of powers which is teleportation telekinesis um you know the power to teleport as well might as well just call them the triple t's but you know the way in which this show makes it so interesting and fun definitely uh deserves a lot more credit than i've seen it ever given so he tells conti 
slash simon look i need my money the money that you stole it gets worse when he mistakes kelly for roxy the bitch that betrayed him on his wedding day and thinks she's with conti now kelly tells him look i'm not being funny but you sound like a right nutter ali seconds this that he must have mental uh health issues another signal for my black ass i will allow that alicia did say nah leave it man because ali wants to talk to him now i understand him being caucasian and (laughs) i've had training in conflict resolution (laughs) he gets a bullet for his efforts to the head while the asbos run for their lives all with blood on them and that y'all stood around to watch that unfold is all on you i would have been home i would have never even known what the day's events led to until i looked on the news then they hide and they go he shot the new guy (laughs) and someone says we should go back for him curtis selfish ass yes i get his point of he's dead ain't no saving him but you could have went back for the body and like called 911 so at least he wasn't out in the cold until someone else stumbled upon him and he wasn't the only one with that idea either nathan's like nah fuck that then (laughs) they ask him about rewinding time and he's just like i ain't feeling it i didn't know the guy nathan then sees ollie's ghost who flips him off after he apologizes for being dead and everyone else is like why are you insulting a dead guy that just got shot in the face which true he's dead he deserves to be surly (laughs) then he further insults the man by calling him a twat saying he never would have fit in with all his activism better him than me simon says you're immortal better him than one of you gunshots going off and you just know sean is in his office having his own solo dance party with Pornhub on deck and lines on the desk i'm in love with the coco i'm in love with the coco i got it for the lolo i'm in love with the coco but apparently ali's death is all in the cosmos and is a boon for curtis's future since it is the heart transplant that ruth nega needs because i can't remember her character's name we see her in the hospital getting said heart but her heart comes with powers of her own powers of their own as she tells uh the doctor something is wrong with it i'm kind of forwarding on her story a little bit alicia figures out simon 2.0 knew about ali's death and is kind of not cool with the fact that he did not stop it he says if i hadn't then someone else would have died in sean's office he tells them to talk that their police are going to want to talk to you and don't screw it up as he doesn't need them on his back he ain't even pretending to be sad about ali's death because the health and safety forms are coming out of his ass nathan's like it's a tragedy goes into a monologue about how they should be let out of community service to grieve but he don't even remember the boy's name while painting over graffiti simon thinks they should do something with alicia co-signing and curtis asking and her comeback was since i got someone's brains blown out in front of my face i mean (laughs) 
<laughs> that is a real good reason to maybe be a little invested like there's a crazy person running around we all know the police don't give a shit it seems as if they're in that part of the east side of the ghetto where black people usually be at but they're caucasian so i mean <laughs> she's kind of in the moment of we have powers maybe we can formulate a plan and that's where i wasn't with kelly curtis and nathan and look what happened because they did not formulate a plan it's not so much of yeah i got a plan i know what to do but that's why we opened in a fucking conversation but kelly curtis and nathan got points of their own uh they just ain't with it because a let the police handle it that's a very valid point uh alicia wonders how they'll feel if he kills someone else but curtis asks what happens when the guy sticks a gun to your face very fair as well but that's also where i go back to we should make a plan i didn't say i should do something i said we and then he tells her no way you're getting involved in this and she's like well hold on since when do you tell me what to do and then uh, he replies since i care about you but you seem to have forgotten that she ain't got nothing to say to that because that's absolutely true but at the same time you ain't gonna tell me what i'm gonna do even if we were together this is my life and this is my body i will take your opinions into consideration but if this is what i feel is the right thing to do if you care about me you better make sure i i am fine by going along with my plan because this is what i'm gonna do and i do feel for curtis you know she's having an affair to be frank a preferred affair but an affair nonetheless so she's technically cheating on him but she also would have sent him that memo that it was over weeks ago if it wasn't for simon 2.0 telling her that she can't and she has to let it play out so they're both stuck between a heart and the rock place and eventually it leads to what was supposed to happen which is curtis breaking up with her not the other way around i wonder why it needed to go the way but um <laughs> i got a joke about that later i will say nathan's comment of we're lazy and incompetent we're practically handicapped leave it to the police as much as i wanted to say that is horrible it's also kind of true i do love ruth nega i've seen all of her movies i know mimi mentioned loving girl i ain't seen her almost everything i can actually get my hands on in the u.s to see of hers and there's a few movies that she did in ireland i would love to see if i can actually get a physical copy of them that will play in a dvd player anywhere or online but yes she's one of my favorite actresses uh preacher is definitely hitting the deck soon i think that might be the next show i get to y'all to vicariously watch uh but yes I-, I loved her performance in that too it's one of the best uh and um uh joseph gilgun oh man they fucking own that show just own it as curtis and alicia are walking home curtis is whining about being a loser with his powers but you also can put a little work into it you don't put any effort whatsoever so what do you expect to happen (laughs) when you don't try like i can understand alicia's powers being like oh yeah i'm not gonna fuck around with this because all it's gonna do is get me sexually assaulted but curtis you can make some efforts but but uh she checks her phone which is disrespectful and he calls her out on it and she's like yeah confirmation i am bored (laughs) then claims that nothing is wrong when he asks her white dmx is back screaming conti and alicia comments they should have done something about that guy 
curtis thinks she's blaming him and she doesn't think he listens to her because now she knows what it feels like to be listened to and he tells her uh she has nothing interesting to say he then dumps her because she's changed and she's different but she does take the blame for him ending it and apologizes alicia tells simon 2.0 who hangs out in his tea all the time showing his muscles and greets the news that alicia and simon are over with a beautiful kiss and was mimi in and i wonder this i wrote it in my notes was mimi and shy thinking the first time they saw this simon came back in time just to break them up his superhero theme song is now ruth nega is visiting ali's memorial and runs into curtis she tells him that she's got his heart he's like no way and he shows her and the two go for a talk when she tells him something is wrong with it he's like oh let me tell you what's happening so you can teleport now and he says i gotta go do community service and then she asks or she tells him to ask her out for a drink simon watches alicia get ready and she says they should go away together he asks her where she wants to go she says i always wanted to go to las vegas and promises to take her there then he sits down next to her her face is all types of sprung and he gives her keys and she remarks this is the first time anyone's given keys to their place before and he says now you can let yourself in they share another kiss when she tells him she has to go he's reluctant to let her but watches her leave before looking at the clocks white dmx gets 25 points in his real life grand theft auto game by running over grandma with the groceries while kelly and alicia meet to the way to the community service center she tells her before you read my mind me and curtis we split up before (laughs) i did laugh when (laughs) kelly's like if that was me i'd be all crying my eyes out and shit white dmx spots them and gives chase taking brass knuckles to kelly's face before kidnapping her he holds a gun on alicia and tells her to give conti a message where his location is gonna be and he wants his damn money to be fair this is the time in which i would have called 911. they have the location of where the crazy person is yeah just let them let them be taken out but our team are superheroes guys they need to do their thing nathan shakes the vending machine when that fails to get him a free soda he forces simon to buy him a drink after half-ass apologizing for telling the nutcase that he's the man he's looking for alicia arrives to give the news about kelly being kidnapped with nathan spazzing out once again saying he knew he was dangerous and for everyone to calm down before reverting back to his very ass-like self calling simon a freak and to do something i didn't like nathan in this episode uh they follow the sounds of a game being played and someone screaming conti and due to the man in the mask now know what's going on kelly is led into the warehouse takes a slap like a g and then tells him 
to shove that dress up his ass until he threatens her with a gun and she is forced to put a wedding gown on nathan plays the game while simon deduces if they play it in real life they may get kelly back so all they need to do is get a hundred thousand by robbing a bank and curtis is like well we need a call (laughs) sean overhears this and nathan said i didn't say we're robbing a bank you heard us say let's have a big wank the old communal masturbation the old circle jerk sean really doesn't give a shit he just wants his car washed and everyone else is like well this is perfect since we need a car to rob the bank it's up nathaniel because he's too damn dumb to actually get anything going on when they are all very clearly telling him stealing a hundred thousand is easier than stealing from a tween's halloween candy bag and like that they got the money when simon goes invisible nathan said it best repeat young offenders develop superpowers and none of them use them to commit crimes kelly is so over this dude's fantasy and his pretend (laughs) wine i love her so much she's like "Uh uh-huh mm-hmm simon tells alicia this should work but nathan and curtis are down for beating the guy then taking the hundred grand for themselves because they need to think about life after community service and this money would serve them all well it's a good point but the point of stealing the money was to stay uh, save their friends so is it more dishonest if you take it after the fact but it's not like you can return it so i kind of with them as well uh but they say look um let's just get kelly back first then we can or alicia says let's get kelly back and then we can talk about the the money situation nathan on this car ride though has been thinking about the future talking about uh we can use this money to become more successful criminals because that's that's his plans whereas simon wants to help people and then he said nah (laughs) i was like you're such an ass simon trying to shove that case across over to white bmx was so damn funny (laughs) Uh, i did love kelly's response to kelly you all right me arms are fucking killing me (laughs) level eight gets completed but no one thought to see what was level nine and now simon is knocked out and they're all strung up because they need to find out or he needs to find out who the undercover cop is curtis is like where's our guardian angel when we need him and nathan drags curtis's ability to not rewind time to even save his own damn ass congratulations you played yourself i will say yes like my dude and i am wondering why but then again i go every time i say why doesn't alicia use her power i'm like well then she'll get sexually assaulted (laughs) so that's kind of not a good trade-off and at least nathan was willing to take the l in the end fucking curtis you're you're kind of you're the you're the weakest link right now ruth nega gets stood up by curtis because she was waiting for that drink but when she texts him she teleports to their location joining the strung up group simon tells nathan to take the chainsaw because he's immortal and nathan does rightly point out that shit is still gonna hurt and uh eventually after alicia is pulled down as the first one nathan does say he's the cop but curtis kicks white dmx in the face 
and alicia begins to run he gives chase but super simon comes to the rescue taking a bullet to the chest and tells crazy he's the undercover cop which unlocks level 10 which is to get crazy larry out of prison they then had to go and break my damn heart as simon 2.0 tells her he has to die because she wants to call an ambulance and she has to burn his body and makes her promise not to tell him as falling in love or her falling in love with him creates the person she sees today antonio tom's performance here was great her acting from here through the rest of the the episode uh, really was able to shine through uh and we see the song look at her with the eyes like a flame she's loved and she's lost so she is now irrevocably a changed person white dmx uh, simon is reading was arrested breaking or trying to break out larry from prison he tells kelly and she looks at the paper and looks at him and says this is what happens when you wake off all day playing video games <laughs> alicia then comes in and sees him and he asks if she's okay and my girl can't even speak then she returns to their flat that's now her home and finds the photo on the wall of her and him in vegas he does keep his promise it's a beautiful way to end an episode that kind of took me by surprise in the emotional feels department moving on to episode five written by howard overman and directed by owen harris this one premiered 12 9 of 2010 and i gave it an 8.9 i really liked this episode but i was having kind of a hard time because <laughs> of last episode i really wasn't invested in because i wanted to like jessica she seemed like a really nice person um we all knew that simon's v card gets taken from someone that is not alicia so we expected it but the next damn episode man that's 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 rough but it keeps in line with uh alicia and her having to wait on the sidelines and and being in love with someone who doesn't know that they're in love with you or that you know she it's a it's a nice play out as um she has to feel things she's never probably dealt with before which is jealousy uh and then she's awkwardly pursuing uh, simon which is ever more endearing because we see alicia from season one and she's the very voluptuous uh you know she doesn't have a lot of shame with her sexuality and she definitely goes for what she wants but she, that she can't do that for simon and um she just wants to get to know him and and build that closer relationship that eventually um he will reciprocate her feelings so it's just a whole different situation and and i loved when she's just waiting on the steps for him to sign to show up for community service and he's listening to music and she's like i don't know any of this stuff but i it gets me closer to you and thus i'm interested in it and they uh share some earbuds listening and that is one of the best highlight moments of the the shipping 
in this episode jessica is played by uh zowie ashton the woman who may and may not be stealing my tom hiddleston's heart but um (laughs) i uh thought this was a good episode showing someone interested in simon for once because it's always been uh as if he doesn't have anything to offer the world plus now that he's got friends and he's he's backed off of his creepy face you know of course the girl might look over at simon and and he builds more confidence you know they're gonna want all that and jessica sees him and thinks he's sweet and and it's a nice little story for him to realize that he himself has worth that a woman can look at him an attractive woman can look at him and be interested and and that uh it's it's nice for his confidence i think uh as well nathan is against it all episode because he was checking out her underwear and then tried to pretend he wasn't there then just showed himself (laughs) and then it's like i don't understand why you've been mad if i was in my panties like you were checking all this shit out he's just disgusting then he gets beaten to death but because he's immortal he survives and so the entire episode he really gets uh alicia and curtis to try to stop her from possibly hurting uh hurting simon but the entire time the person with the the rage uh is her father who's overprotective and so he likes to kill her boyfriends and that kind of ends the simon and jessica relationship and i'm glad that's exactly he got what he needed from it he lost his virginity at the costume party them dressing up like superheroes i thought was really fun I like that Alicia kind of saved him in a way because uh, she hit <laughs> the dad with the saved his life hitting him with the fire extinguisher but also saved him like yeah you could have been with this other girl but you also could have been dead <laughs> it, it all turns out and pans out uh, I like that we have Ruth Vegas character and her and Curtis they further their relationship a lot more and having Alicia say you know treat him good and she's like i can't promise that but like oh she says treat be nice to him something to that effect because she does you know as a friend he does deserve someone who who treats him nice and she i like just showing that it's no really bitter feelings there between them then we have the other storyline of the episode which is the gorilla and kelly arc which was a lot less entertaining for me i kind of felt bad for kelly they did the whole uh godzilla thing because everyone's looking for this this run amok gorilla and it turns out his powers allowed him to be a per- a man and they have all types of sex it's funny but i wasn't as invested in that particular kind of side plot but i think they did a really good job with the character development uh in these last what four or five episodes now and just the the huge difference between season one and season two on how the characters are developing i think that informs their uh powers and how they react to other people's powers so just really great episodes overall those are my thoughts let's jump into the feedback Hey, 
Christina, it's me, Shy. I am back to talk about another couple of episodes of Misfits. This time, episode four and five of season two. I am definitely thoroughly enjoying this season so far. This is definitely my favorite season of the two. Um, and probably the whole Alicia Simon twist has played a huge part in that because I did not see that coming and it was something that I I think Mimi said that I didn't know I wanted until I saw it so with that being said um yeah I mean just seeing that it's just the the way they she fell for him and you know continue to fall for him in episode four she's wanting them to be together and of course Simon is saying let it all play out which it did in this one so it didn't take long the one thing I will say that it's hard to gauge the time that has passed in between episodes and within the episodes so I don't know if it's been a few days or been a few weeks or whatever the case may be but um we see that you know Alicia and future Simon are continuing their relationship in secret and um yeah we are introduced to a new um delinquent uh named Ollie who has joined the community service group and um excuse me and his stay was very (laughs) short-lived uh r.i.p ollie because as they're out and about picking up litter they are introduced to the weird big bad of the episode um this dude that apparently thinks life is a video game and yeah so he come they come across him Ollie calls himself trying to de-escalate the situation and gets a bullet in the head for his troubles. So <clears throat> this <laughs> this leads to, of course, the uh, the group being freaked the hell out and running for their lives and end up hiding on the roof and uh, asking Curtis. <laughs> they end up asking Curtis, you know, to hey, why don't you? We want time to before that happens to save Ollie and Curtis. Unfortunately, for some reason, cannot because he can't control his powers at will at this point still. And so they all look at him with disgust, and he gets mad. <clears throat> He's like, "I'm not feeling it." <laughs> so that was funny. So um, we see that Ollie's death does not go in vain. And this goes back to apparently why we were introduced to Nikki, why future Simon ran into her apartment, which led to Curtis and Nikki being introduced to one another, which led to when Nikki ended up with Ollie's heart, they started establishing their own, her her, her and Curtis start establishing their relationship so future Simon is moving everyone around like chess pieces making sure things happen the way they're supposed to happen 
<clears throat> as he told um, Alicia, let things play out. <clears throat> and so, and we see what he means by that because the natural progression is they, um, they, not say they, I should say, um, Curtis and Alicia just grow apart. You know, he starts being a little bit into this girl, Nikki. Obviously, Alicia is all about future Simon and is falling in love with future Simon and wants to be with him. And so they eventually do what we figured they would. They broke up and, um, you know, just decided, you know, this relationship wasn't for them. So we get her, Alicia, going back and telling Simon this. And uh, there was a bit of sadness to when to Simon, future Simon, when Alicia was telling him this, which at the time I didn't understand and I wish I did. So I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to be overly joyed. I mean, and of course he knows it's going to happen. So, um, he's the one that put everything in motion to ensure that it happens. Um, later on when she has to go to, you know, community service and they, he gives her the key and, you know, kisses her goodbye and he holds on to her for a second longer. Um, and she's wondering, you know, what's up? And he's just looking at her this certain way with this sadness in his eyes. And I'm like getting suspicious. Like, what the hell's going on? Why is he acting like this? Something's not quite right. Something's about to go down. I just know it. And, um, and then, of course, he says nothing and lets her go. But he still has this sad vibe about him. And so I'm like, mm, I'm not liking where this is heading, but I will continue <laughs> on with the show. And of course, you know, we, for some reason, this, they can't rid themselves of this video game guy who, for some reason, cannot be captured, even though he's driving around in a bright red convertible sports car, not convertible sports car. So I'm like, why can't they catch him? So I don't know if it's a matter of just like all the other ones, he's all the everyone else's powers. It's not he doesn't they it turns on and off. Like I, I don't know if he's constantly living the video game 24-7 or if he wakes up, you know, playing the video you know, into video game mode or at some point his mind just clicks into video game mode um during the day. I'm not sure. So I mean I didn't I don't know how his powers work, but yes, he's video game dude, um, ends up capturing Kelly. And so instead of going to the cops and saying, Hey, my friend was captured. They find out thanks to future Simon that the guy is (laughs) living out a video game. And so they get the bright idea to rob a bank course Nathan being his hot mess self is like why didn't we ever think of this we could be living a life of crime um instead of you know just sitting on our booties doing community service and um yeah Simon for some reason he's the only one that can has more command over his powers and so he goes invisible robs the army truck and they go out, they set out to rescue Kelly, which again, I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> Just call the cops and 
figure it out but no they're gonna do it on their own so they go there and series of unfortunate events take place (laughs) they can't seem to pull off the the trade because once he gets the money um home dude or homeboy uh goes into the next level (laughs) and then uh, nathan's like that's why i hate video games it never ends so so they don't so that doesn't work (laughs) because dude goes to level nine and yeah that now they got he has to a new mission so he doesn't let kelly go and not only does he not let kelly go now they're all captured which pisses kelly off she's like thank you for the rescue not um and uh yeah so now they're all captured and now he needs to find out who's the undercover cop and this is where nikki comes in um she inherited uh ollie's teleport powers and for some reason she just randomly teleports places no rhyme or reason and this time she for some reason ended up teleporting to where everyone was at the warehouse and instead of rescuing them and realizing what was going on and like hiding when the dude was coming back she just stands there like an idiot and and yes he pulls a gun on her puts her up there with all the rest and again not and no one's rescued so they (laughs) simon is pissed off telling nathan to say he's the undercover guy because he's immortal if he kills him he's not really gonna die unlike the rest of them (laughs) and curtis again cannot go back in time even now with their lives being at risk he cannot do it so they have to depend on i guess uh nathan getting killed which obviously even though he's immortal i'm sure it's still painful dying who wants who wants to who wants to do that who wants to experience that constantly but anyway he it was just (laughs) so of course that you know they pick the guy picks alicia originally and curtis kicks him in the head alicia runs not sure why she didn't run outside uh, <laughs> or to the car get in the car but instead i guess when your adrenaline is pumping you're not thinking straight so she decides to run not in the direction of the car and ends up getting into a dead end space in the warehouse and somehow this guy who's just walking around is able to catch up to her and almost kills her and that's when future simon jumps down and takes a bullet for her and sad times ensues because i was not happy and i mean even though i knew that he couldn't stay there forever obviously he's from the future and two simons can't exist i know that but still (laughs) still i didn't want him to die but again i knew he had to die but anyway time travel this is timey-wimey stuff gotta love it so he ends up taking the bullet saving alicia and then the guy is like oh yeah i completed this level and then now i gotta go do a prison break anyways um 
Alicia is devastated and she has to burn his body and I'm sure she's traumatized because she fell in love with him and now he's gone and we saw that beautiful moment when she goes back into the apartment and oh yeah she talked about them going away to Vegas and then she sees that picture and I was in my feelings I'm not gonna lie deep deep in the feels deep in the feels then we got episode five which continues with Alicia I guess trying to come to terms with future Simon's death and so I guess to bring about the future she tries to get to know present-day Simon and um, facilitate that relationship between the two of them so I mean that's the only way like like future Simon said that's the only way it's gonna happen is her falling in love with him and them having that relationship in order for future Simon to exist she has to I mean it's definitely not gonna come from Simon because as shy and awkward as he is is definitely going to be her that needs to make the first moves um in the relationship in order for it to progress and so and i'm sure she realized that which is why she's you know taking those you know she ran up to him and you know asked if they you know walk in together and yeah and then (laughs) I forgot about Nathan. We see Nathan uh, being a peeping Tom, getting caught up being a peeping Tom and getting murdered. And suspecting that it's the girl Jessica that he was peeping on is who murdered him. And then, you know, another series of unfortunate events take place. And him trying to play detective and figure out what's going on with the girl. He tried to tell Simon Alicia is all up in her feelings and not liking that this girl Jessica has taken a liking to Simon. Her faces in this episode were just cracking me up. She was just so disgusted. She was like, and trying to, you know, build up Simon's confidence, but at the same time, not wanting him to be with this girl. But all it did was push him further towards the girl um and so they end up going out on a date Simon thinks that you know Nathan just doesn't think he can get with any girls that look good so he wanted to show him and Nathan is just so stupid I tell you his uh (laughs) his equation that he did in the roof was cracking me up like girl plus this divided by this equals I'm like what that didn't make it I was, I was like Simon that doesn't make any sense <laughs> oh my gosh he had me cracking up and then Curtis face when Nathan starts talking about how marathon runners poop on themselves I'm like oh gosh it's hard to take you seriously Nathan when you talk like that anyway so we get the um another murder takes place that Nathan um sees and continues to think that it's the it's Jessica and yes we find out that it's not Jessica it's Jessica's father and he turns evil and his cheeks do a flippy flappy thing that I guess is to sing <laughs> to 
let us know that he's turning evil. I'm assuming that's what that's supposed to mean. Um, but yeah, the only thing that I would say about this whole thing is why do they have just, I mean, I know they were trying to keep us in suspense with, oh, is it her? Is it not her? With like, why does she have to be so weird and creepy or shady in her, in her, uh, behavior towards Simon? It's like, you're just a virgin. I mean, (laughs) that's it. It's not the end of the world. It's not the most shocking oh i got a secret i gotta tell you a secret i'm like that's it that's your secret you have to be all cloak and dagger to tell him that you're a virgin like it wasn't that serious to me but i don't know (laughs) maybe that's just me i felt that was a little bit extra trying to throw us off with her being extra like that just to say oh it must be her she must be the one so ended up being Daryl dad who apparently just can't allow anyone to touch his baby girl so yeah anyways of course Simon loses his virginity much to Alicia's displeasure they are up on the oh yeah then we got Kelly who ends up with monkey boy that was a weird uh story which i was trying to figure out where they were going with that but yeah when homeboy did that king kong had that king kong moment i was like okay dokie here we go (laughs) so uh kelly made out with a gorilla and that's weird so i'm not gonna uh continue on that one um and so yeah um what else sorry and trying to go off memory i didn't write any notes as always you think that i would but still haven't done it so i think that's all i thoroughly enjoyed like i said both these episodes very much i'm really really loving this season a lot and i'm looking forward to the whole simon and alicia thing i'm definitely investing in that and their story um it's the most interesting thing going on um i i have this special relationship with nathan i mean he is obnoxious i'm not gonna lie but i still love him though and his obnoxious crazy hot mess self so yeah um what else yeah just looking forward to how they're how simon and alicia are gonna end up starting the relationship so look forward to that um Curtis and Nikki have started their relationship and so yeah um that seems to be it for these two so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on these episodes so about the time frame I don't know myself so I always say week to week uh, but in the last one, I will just allow for two to three weeks. <laughs> um, and yep, he did know he was running out of time. And that explains a lot of his very pensive looks this episode. Been lived his life. He knows there's a period of time in which he and Kelly or he and Alicia were beginning their relationship. And it was after, uh, her and curtis broke up so i'm sure he has been enjoying this time with her but knowing eventually once that moment occurs that his time with her is running out so it's very sad and 
Simon would have command of his powers more than anyone else. Uh, He actually wants to be a good person to help people. It makes all the sense to me that he would just, you know, command or work on his actual powers. And I'm glad that you gave Ruth Nega a name and her name is Nikki. (laughs) Because I could not remember that to save my life. Yes, Alicia was lost. However, she couldn't have went that other way because the way to the car was where he was at. She had to run away from him, not towards him. Sure, she could have did a diagonal, you know, run to the, you know, try to find a zigzag, but he had a gun. <laughs> the further distance away from someone is kind of where you want to go. So she, he was blocking the, the entrance to where the car was. So of course she got lost. She didn't know where the hell she was. I knew he was going to mention the cop thing. Yes, that makes the most sense. But these are also, I, I get the feeling that these are kids that's probably been in jail uh, with the police so many times that they're definitely from the beginning of this series indicated that, you know, them showing up at the police station, they're going to be discredited in a certain uh, aspect. So maybe that's the reason why they went this route. Not to say my American ass wouldn't have been thinking the other way, of course. And then Jessica, she was kind of, you know, sheltered. So to her, it it did come off as creepy, but it's something she, to me, it didn't read creepy. It was more like embarrassed, like she was skittish about it. And she was also knowing her dad was overprotective. You know, she wanted to do this thing and she kind of had to do it in absolute secrecy, uh, which was losing her virginity. So um, that's kind of how I read that scene course still happy you're enjoying the season i love what you said like this is my favorite too you only seen two (laughs) ma'am you have to pick your favorite after like four at least (laughs) or three to be subjective anyhow can't go by without joking with you uh let's finish it off with queen mimi Ooh, christina these last two episodes of misfit were the bomb i just watched season two episode four and five Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. Okay, I'm gonna try and remember it episode per episode, but I'm telling you, my mind is reeling. I watched this uh, early this morning, and I was like, let me get this feedback out, because I cannot believe what I just seen. Oh my god. So, let's start with episode four. Um, We start with them meeting a new guy, okay? I was like, why don't I remember him? (laughs) It was not long before I found out why I don't remember this guy. <laughs> so I remember this episode once I got to the, to like the middle of it. I didn't remember exactly what happened, but I did remember the end. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that this came so early. Like I was so sad when I realized what was gonna go down. But anyway, this dude in this red car, his superpower is he thinks he's in a game. He thinks he's in Grand Theft Auto. Like, what? Out of all the it could be it, something like NBA Live or Lord have mercy, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I know that's not what it was, but it was like a version of that. Like where you are a criminal and you're in a car and you can run people over. Oh my God, <laughs> that shit was awful. When dude walked up to him and was trying to be like, what's your name? And he shot him in the head. I was like, what the fuck? is this i was like oh my god what is happening and then fucking oh my god i it's really bothering me that nathan cannot remember simon's name he keeps calling him barry then he tells old dude that 
that buries Conti. Seriously, you can't tell this man is crazy? The way he ain't blinking and walking like a, a, a robot? Like, what the hell? I swear, Nathan makes me sick. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking about. Like, maybe I saw him of the eyes of somebody younger and he was funny but he annoys the shit out of me he he needed to be murdered and i'm surprised he's not dead a lot he should he should have died way more times by now like someone should have choked him out like manslaughter like not premeditated but he would be one of those guys who constantly gets in bar fights because he say the wrong shit and get beat the fuck up but anyway back to this then they start running you know and they're like oh my god dude is dead (laughs) i did laugh when uh nathan saw that dude's ghost (laughs) and he was like sorry you died and the dude flicked him off (laughs) he's like there's no reason for rudeness like sir give yourself that speech you rude all the damn time and you're not dead so i don't understand um what else i i just the whole (laughs) I just don't understand why these people have uh, like an aversion of calling the police because someone shooting a person in the head literally that's right next to me and their fucking brain splatters on me I hate the cops too but that's the reason like especially after what they just went through we had nothing to do we were mind our own business picking up trash and this dude asking us who Conti is and then he shoots the old dude in the head I'm gonna have to call the police. I'm assuming London police are can't be as bad as American police. There's, there's, you know, granted there's two black people, but at the very least they should have went to their daggone probation worker. Like y'all, dude, just I get y'all running. Like that's your immediate response when somebody shoots somebody right in front of you. But after y'all get away, I'm gonna need y'all to go to the authorities because the last thing y'all need is another murder <laughs> in front of you or another murder that's blamed on you or that you actually did (laughs) so um i guess let's go to like the the scene where they kid where dude kidnaps kelly i don't understand why like if a person is chasing me in a car i am gonna run somewhere a car cannot go and when i realize that i've hid away from them i'm gonna stay there until absolutely sure nobody's following me like i'm not just gonna sit there and then peek out like i am gonna hide for real every time he was chasing like when he was chasing um curtis and alicia and they kept peeking around the corner y'all need to run somewhere run somewhere and hide don't run up you know a building run home or run to the police station run somewhere y'all let this man keep killing people constantly over and over again he keep coming for y'all if alicia and and curtis had done something right then kelly would have never been kidnapped and they would have never been hung up like some slabs of meat i just i just don't understand like the way they handled this like i understand y'all not superheroes i'm not asking y'all to be but i am asking y'all to be normal normal humans (laughs) And when you're scared that someone's going to murder you, maybe you ought to do something about it. Like, I get the conversation they had. (laughs) Nathan, when he was like, we're um, lazy and incompetent, we're practically handicapped. That sentence had me dying. Like, I don't know why it was so funny, but it was. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was not wrong. They are very lazy, and that's the real reason. Like, I can't believe. Like, I feel like Alicia is only agreeing with Simon because that's her future boo thing, and she loves him from afar, and she wants him to be proud of her. But the whole, <laughs> the whole like talking about doing something but not doing something that was trash. Like, they make me sick. Had they at least told the social worker? Her, the probation worker, you know, or, you know, send an anonymous tip to the police. That dude wouldn't have been going around killing people. He ran that poor old lady over. That was terrible. And he only got 25 points extra for running over an old lady with some groceries. She should have been worth more than that. She old. Most people have sympathy for old people. He ran over, he ran over somebody. Like, I don't know. Um, what, what else is funny? Oh, and it was pretty awesome. I, I forgot that that girl who got old dude's heart got his superpower to teleport. That was pretty cool. And I like the way she could think of something or someone and then teleport to them. I don't think dude, old dude figured that out because it took him like a lot of concentration just to teleport behind the freaking <laughs> the jumpsuit gang. Like, <laughs> and he left his shoe. Like, you didn't even do it really good. I like how they inter, um, intertwined her story with Curtis and made that connection. That was pretty cool. It really sucks how the dude died. Um, but let me get to the story that really, really shook me because I remember that he died. But for some reason, or when I say someone, what, that he died, I mean Nathan. I thought it was going to be um, not Nathan. Oh, my God. I need to focus. I remember that Simon from the future died, but for some reason I'm thinking it happened like towards like it was the season finale. But once this episode started playing out, I was like, wait a second. I remember that is this the episode where he died? We just found out it was him like two season two episodes ago. Why is he dying already? This is terrible. I was really sad when I remember that this was the episode he died in. And then I remembered how he died jumping in front of a bullet to save Alicia. Like he knew he was gonna die. Like that shit broke me. And that's why he was looking sad and acting like that because he knew he was about to die and he couldn't tell Alicia and she had no idea. Like that scene where he jumped in front of the bullet saying I'm I'm the undercover cop and then oh stupid ass fool going to the next level was like going to break someone out of jail. Of course, that that that's finally, I'm assuming he got caught, stupid ass idiot. But he could have been caught way, way more times than this. Y'all, I can't believe he made it all the way to level seven before he even reached the, the, the jumpsuit gang. Like, seriously, what the hell? And then he, Alicia had to burn the body to make sure no one found him. And she can't tell Simon that she loves him. Like, that was just, ugh. It was just too much. And then when she was at his flat and or wherever it was, I don't even really know what a flat is. I know that's what they call it. I'm assuming a flat is an apartment, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. We saw that picture because she was saying how, you know, she's always wanted to go to Vegas. And he was like, I'll take you there. And we saw that picture of them in front of the Las Vegas sign. Like, <sighs> that was so sad. I'm gonna miss this Simon. He was fine as hell. And the, the Simon we know wear his hair like a helmet. And I figured out that's one of the issues that we're gonna need him to work on. And the fact that he, 
he walks around with a briefcase and his pants tucked all the way in <laughs> they are pulled super super high waist and tucked in like come on boo you can do better than this <laughs> um i don't want alicia to change him he needs to change himself like she shouldn't get with him to make him the future simon simon has turned into future simon on its own i get that but that vegas picture was just too much i couldn't take it so now that we talked about that let's go on to episode five I think this is five. Which one did I say we watched? Yeah, it's five. I don't know why even in between talking about one episode to the next, I can't remember what episode it is. But anyway, um, this episode was good. I enjoyed it. I definitely liked four better, but they both were really good episodes. I'm not going to lie. They both were really good. Um, this one was revolved around the um, tall, pretty girl liking Simon and every guy that comes into contact with her ends up dead um i knew it was the dad because i don't for some reason this episode i remember the dad was the one that did it um i will say though that they were right about uh nathan he should be dead a lot like this is why people kill you oh wait can we go i gotta go back because i gotta bring up this one thing that that scene i don't know why it was funny but it had me dying in episode four was when they met up with that crazy man and they uh simon had stole that money and they were giving it to him <laughs> and they were trying to scoot it over and it like slid a little bit and it stopped and then simon walked over and slid it again and it stopped and curtis was like embarrassing <laughs> that scene was so funny <laughs> oh my god i don't know why little simple things like that make me laugh but you don't see stuff like that in american shows too much like that that scene was just all physically doing something but it was cracking me up like just the way Simon walked over there and pushed it again like <laughs> it was funny anyway back to episode five um you know the Nathan watching her get dressed and then had the audacity to be like showing his body in front of her like ooh, yeah you would look at me like ew why do you think your skinny body is sexy put that thing away sir Nobody wants to see it. Your bird legs and your little your little wang flapping all over the place. Ugh. Is Klaus from Umbrella Academy this skinny? Because I feel like the actor that plays Nathan isn't skinny like this anymore. I, I don't know how old he is now. I don't know how old he was then. But he just, he's like a long skinny pole. And the fact that he be walking around in his underwear all the time is pretty funny. Like he really loves showing his little lanky body. Don't nobody want to see that, sir um and then we get to see them uh, alicia and klaus team up uh, klaus wow wrong show alicia and nathan team up because they are trying to protect simon i did however get sad when they were like naming reasons why you know the girl is interested in him and all the girls that played him like that was sad he looked really devastated and alicia was like that's not what we're saying and then stupid ass nathan was like really i thought that's exactly what we were saying he's looking around like am i am i confused like what happened um and then uh what else i like the oh i loved how they were all in superhero outfits <laughs> for the the masquerade party that was cute <laughs> um I loved Alicia's hair and um I loved the outfit that um Kelly picked out. She looked very cute. Um 
But let's talk about Kelly because <laughs> I felt bad for her, but also thought it was hilarious that the dude that she ended up smashing after knowing him for a couple hours ended up being a freaking gorilla. Like, <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like that's worse than Nathan smashing an 86-year-old lady. Like, <laughs> granted, they both presented differently, but dude was a gorilla and she smashed him quite a few times and I didn't see him put on a condom. So she got gorilla sperm in her vagina. That's nasty. <laughs> and then she kissed his lips after he turned back to the gorilla. He couldn't, gorillas stink. Every time I've ever been at a zoo, that ape section smells like shit and piss. Like I, you're not gonna tell me that that gorilla who only would it be a human and escape and find a pretty girl took a shower any any time i know he did not that fool smelled terrible ugh <laughs> this is so embarrassing and then nathan goes why is there a gorilla wearing a gorilla suit oh that is so i just think it's crazy how the police were chasing this man knowing he was a, a gorilla that turned into a human because of the storm I don't know how long has passed with you know the storm and people getting powers but they were chasing that fool for a long time it looks like oh god that i just can't <laughs> this show is too funny <laughs> oh god um i am sad for alicia though because she got to look at simon uh with another girl well i don't know if he's gonna be with her now but she has to hear about him losing his virginity she knew it was coming though so i mean future simon did give her a warning but i bet you she didn't she didn't say he he didn't he left out the part like this this girl is black too but she's about six inches taller than you and skinny like alicia is slim but she has i feel like she has a really nice shape the other girl was like very very slender and tall but they're both black and i can't imagine that that was an accident i don't know why but i feel like they did that shit on purpose <laughs> oh poor alicia looking at her man with somebody else oh that's kind of like you but not really that sucks i remember <laughs> i don't know like it makes me think about that uh, years and years we were watching and he cheated on her with the with a white woman and I would be like that shit would piss me off and it's like but if Darren cheated on me with a black woman I feel like I would be mad about that too <laughs> like what if she's like like I'm 5'3 and I'm what I weigh 160 pounds so I'm very thick <laughs> compact is what I would say so what if he's with like a girl who's like 5'8 five, five, and like 140 pounds like she's gonna be skinny and tall like so so what you're trying to say about me? You don't like the way I'm shaped? You think I'm too short? Like, <laughs> Oh my God, that's how I would feel. So that's what I saw the girl Simon was actually going to be with and lose his virginity to. I was like, oh, poor Alicia. Because it's kind of like you, but not really. <laughs> and we know from, you know, the, the blowjob incident that Simon has a crush on Alicia. But it's a silent one. And he know, he assumes that he has no chance. So... He just loves her in the background but now the roles are reversed i guess the girl's dad's in prison so who knows what's gonna happen with her we know her mom passed away already so they might that i mean i don't remember what's happening next episode 
and I don't think the girl will be in the episode again, but I guess we'll see. It seems like she got bigger fish to fry than being in a new relationship, considering she's parentless now. <laughs> Probably going to be homeless. So I don't think that relationship is going to go anywhere, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> uh, one more thing. I thought it sucked how Curtis, um, Alicia caught Curtis smashing old girl. But, I mean, we know she, she don't care about him like that anymore. Um, she seemed to be a little, like, shocked. Like, oh, shoot, this is not what I want to see right now. She was looking for her boo thing, making sure he wasn't dead. So she had bigger issues to be dealing with. Um, I think that's all I got. I really, really enjoyed these two episodes. They were so good. Um, it made me remember why I love season two. So can't wait to hear the podcast on this and hear what Shy has to say. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Mimi with her feedback talking about why couldn't he play some NBA live. You, I can't stand you. <laughs> talking about how nasty gorillas are. Why you gotta, I wasn't even going there in my brain. And here you are making us go there. So some notes um, actually kind of tied him back into, I wonder if, and this is a, a really i'm not sure when you watched uh, misfits mimi but are you able to bear nathan more because you are aware of the character of klaus because klaus is kind of a nathan um i will say nathan it was never a good digest for me they, they, they had moments where it worked and he's endearing and i get exactly what shy is saying yes he's that little bastard boy that's my bastard boy but he definitely is not i mean he's annoying as shit there's no debate about that and there shouldn't be a lot of people love to defend his character but his character is supposed just because you're funny and you're endearing doesn't mean you aren't an, also an asshole uh and some people can hang out with assholes much longer but in reality no you would never want a person like this next to you in your life because it's exhausting um so I was thinking about that and no he is not joking calling uh Simon Barry he really thinks that's his damn uh name and he should have been killed a lot more times uh maybe they don't go to the cops because they got bodies on them maybe I don't know but the cops clearly suck too this dude's running around the estate they still ain't caught his ass so I mean at that point I feel I gotta do something about it because the cops clearly let him as you stated get to level fucking eight seven before they even met me what the hell else he been doing uh he been running over grandmas just people putting bodies in the street please do your job better um and then they did say we should handle it alicia did say we should come up with a plan if they had came up with a plan in that moment then maybe they wouldn't have got kidnapped either uh and i will say that you were saying she's only co-signing with because she loves up on simon i think that's part of it but I think she also liked Ollie. And if you were seeing that really quick scene between them of when she went for the garbage and he kind of grabbed it for her. Um, and then she just kind of gave him like a grateful smile. There, there was a brief interaction between the two that might have been endearing as an actual friend. Because he looked like the kind of guy that's not sexist or, you know, someone she probably could that wouldn't treat her in that particular manner. Uh, so I do think that she was very genuine when she said because someone just fucking died in front of me and it actually sucks um it was funny the fucking briefcase like what the fuck 
were you doing Simon because they feel like we got to go in there all gangster <laughs> and yes him saying that's just wrong that's embarrassing <laughs> and everybody's facial and the way uh Nathan just made sounds yeah it was great and even um <laughs> I loved uh, Kelly's expressions when she was strung up like this is really pissing me off she ain't scared at all Kelly is not gonna go down being fearful she's gonna go down like a gosh dang g i love her so much um i think that's it with me oh you're talking about uh the police and sean didn't know about the murders like he even said it like uh y'all tell them what y'all know because i don't want their asses on my back if they would have went to sean sean would have been like fuck this i don't care at all about what's going on sorry you're gonna hear my neighbors because apparently they just have no fucking common sense up there they just don't uh and then gorilla sperm into her vagina gross you nasty and your last point was that people did bring up about like they were chasing someone in a gorilla outfit and they knew it was a gorilla yeah so this is our first indication that people are starting to to catch on to the fact that people have powers so that is a very good catch and i think that uh it's just a really quick nod of what else is going on beyond the estate what does people know about this storm because we've only seen it from our asbo 5 perspective so that is all my thoughts on this week's episode or these two episodes and we've heard what mimi and shy think if you want to join the conversation you can send that feedback to black couch at gmail.com or leave a comment on this podcast you can find black Oak couch reviews on all uh, platforms that have podcasts <laughs> my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic